Hello friends, my guest for you today is AJ. He is probably one of those smartest people that I know when it comes to biohacking. We talk about a lot of things like uh, how to live to 100, the secret of longevity, uh, how to eat well and be well and do crazy things so you could live a long life that's fulfilling. We also go over in his bag of goodies, a bunch of stuff that could help you live longer and not just live longer, but when you're an entrepreneur and you live longer, then you could create more impact. So that being said, guys, this has been an amazing interview podcast i learned so much from it so with that being said welcome aj yeah so 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 what is that bro <laughs> that's nicotine gum yeah but like I, I just asked you before, and then I was like, "Oh, don't don't do anything till the cameras are on," because I've never tried nicotine gum. What, is that is that good for you? Because nicotine, you know, they always tell you that it's it's bad for you, or like cigarettes are bad for you. Right. So imagine this is like in the cigarette, they have like eight to twelve grams of nicotine in one cigarette. Yeah. And nicotine in and on itself, it's not it's not bad at all. Really, it's actually neuroprotective, and uh, they're using it for like uh, for Alzheimer's patients, and they uh, yeah they have some studies of showing that it's it's actually um, creating new pathways in your brain. What? Yeah. So uh, for I always use it for when I need to get something something done, and it needs mental acuity. I always always take it. Are you serious? So, yeah, grab a half at first, and half, the, the half or half of the pack, ha or no, half of the, <laughs> yeah. just like a chain smoker, half of the gum. And the more you chew it, the more it's gonna uh, kick in. Yeah. So um, yeah, just so, be so careful on that. With that, you want you yeah. want half? You want half? I'm not sure. Just take a half. I and just then eat a half. I've never like, I, I did a cigarette once when I was like 17, and then I got mono. You know mm. mono? Yeah. Like the kissing disease. <laughs> oh man, it was like my spleen got enlarged and then, and then, yeah, it just freaking sucked. But then I, I never smoked a cigarette after that. So I just eat good. half of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just start chewing. What do I do the you other see? half? Oh, uh, just put it, put it aside. Uh, yeah, for later. <laughs> okay, what if I like eat this and just turn into a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend actually tried it for the first time, and I forgot to tell her that oh uh, the, the more you chew it, the more it uh, kicks in. So um, she was just wired like, I was like, I feel like um, I'm on cocaine. Not that really? Much. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get this? Um, back in the States. Yeah, it's, okay. Uh, uh, this is like one, of the, one of the cleaner brands that I like uh, mm. because a lot of them have a lot of additives, and I, um, I don't like all the bullshit that they put in. So. So, so why did nicotine get like a bad rap is cigarettes it cigarettes yeah because nicotine as i said like nicotine is an amazing stimulant like a natural mm. natural stimulant uh or uh, semi-natural it's better than coffee yeah. so for example in the afternoon i stop drinking coffee after like 3 p.m mm. because so i don't fuck up my sleep with nicotine it has a half-life of like an hour so mm. if you need a quick pick me up also for like blood sugar regulation after like a heavier meal uh have a nicotine spray as well uh for so for mm. it to uh, uh level your blood sugar Talking about blood sugar, I've been trying. Yeah, I've been trying. Is that a nicotine pack? No, that's a, a continuous glucose monitor. So what are you doing, man? You're like a <laughs> cyborg. <laughs> so everything that I eat, um, so I have like a little. Your biceps are huge, bro. Like <laughs> you drove past me. He's so tall. He's yeah. so big. Holy. <laughs> little. So uh, every time I eat, um, this has like an app connect to it and then you can see your blood sugar response it's like what? a continuous glucose monitor every 15 minutes it gives you data for how your blood sugar responds to certain meals so I, i've been testing uh, like white rice against 
brown rice, uh, like a natural Snickers bar against like a industrial Snickers bar and seeing how much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like I just smoked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, how's that? Has it? Um, have you noticed a difference? What, like, for your body, which one have you realized have been you like reacting to? Uh, so, biggest thing is lentils. Lentils just really? fuck me up. Really like crazy, man. Like I just, I just get uh, the ma- like a massive blood sugar spike. It, I get pretty much like pre to pre diabetic levels. Really? I, yeah, Why is that? Is that everybody, or is that just like when no, I just uh, so for for example for me, I guess my gut microbiome uh, has a certain bacteria that doesn't react well with lentils, and it kind of confirms my like a prior test that I've done. Uh, so what? certain yeah, so certain foods I don't react too well to, and then others. For example, mm-hmm. if I ate like a bowl of oatmeal in the morning, I'd be jacked up for the rest of the day. I'm gonna uh, do it tomorrow just to show uh, people what? how how badly I react to it. Because uh, I mean, healthy foods like granola, oatmeal, all that stuff, like super grainy st- stuff in the morning for me, it jacks me up for the rest of the day mm. because I had have like a massive sugar spike and then I crash. Yeah. And for example, like uh, this morning, I had like a um, bunch of coconut yogurt with, oh, what was it? with nuts and that's mm. that's about it so like a very uh fat dense nutrient dense stuff and that stuff keeps me level yeah. and if i want some like a uh, carby foods i do it in, in the is afternoon that, is that stabbed in you yeah yeah, yeah. Re- wait what yeah it's like a it? little needle um i've been i've had it for about a week it lasts uh for two weeks so yeah, yeah i get i collect all of the all the data what of, the of, hell? yeah because <laughs> because i'm like really curious on that because uh I, I was trying the carnivore thing mm. for a bit. It was like pretty dope, you know. You're just like, you just like feel like an animal yeah, all the yeah. time, and you're just like horny times a thousand, <laughs> you know. Especially when you're like eating heart and intestines and brain and stuff like that. But, but like I, I've noticed the certain foods that I eat can literally mess me up, and I can't mm. even think, and I'll have like this brain fog yeah. where it just affects my work, you know. No, that's yeah, that that mm. kind of. Gives you gives you all that data and obviously you can feel it out, but having data behind yeah. it and actually testing certain foods that, that you think mm. are healthy, but uh, you see how your body responds to it and you realize, no, fuck this. So, so like for everything that you've tested in this past week or so that that's just been like stabbed into your like huge ass bicep, <laughs> um, wh- what has the foods been doing that were really well and what were the ones that everyone thought were really healthy for you that actually were just messing you up? So, for example, um, like having a smoothie bowl for breakfast, that's, I'm done Done. for the rest of the day. Wow. (laughs) Because like uh, what you said about brain fog and just low energy, uh, it spikes up my blood sugar and then I crash completely Mm -hmm. and then uh, it's hard to come back from that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all that stuff that is conventional believed to be healthy, you know, um, or healthy for granola bars and oatmeal and all that, like very grainy, carby stuff. In the morning, for most people, I would say it's it's a safe bet not to do that. So having some eggs with avocado uh, mm. and yeah, chicken hearts or what have you, like uh, mm. it's it's a completely different response than uh, those you know, um, healthy foods that that are said to be healthy. Have you ever uh, read the book Sapiens? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like re-listening to it, and then mm. it was just saying how we didn't de- domesticate wheat wheat domesticated us mm-hmm. and we just started eating it even though it wasn't really nutritious it was just feeding our family exactly you know and then um like kids are just growing up without 
like strong immune systems and that stuff like that. And it like makes me realize that why is it that we were taught that grains are so good for you when, I mean, looking at just history and how it came about that it doesn't really do anything mm. for us. Ha- anything seen, hurts us. Yeah, have you seen uh, the data how our brain started shrinking well, once we incorporated yeah. wheat into our diets? No way. So from the like, uh, uh, anthropological um, it started perspective, shrinking. yeah, our brain started shrinking. At that point, at the point when we incorporated grains into our diet, then why, why is it saying why? Like, if you look at the food pyramid, it's just like, bam! Just you have to eat this much grains. Well, I don't want to. It's it's like uh, I don't want to get into all the theories and conspiracies. But I mean, essentially, a well, lot what's of, the theory? What's the what's the biggest theory <laughs> conspiracy that you low key believe in? Yeah, no, uh, a lot of people. I mean, all of the studies done yeah. on grains. They're sponsored by Kellogg's. They're sponsored by all the major conglomerates and grain companies. So um, <laughs> that's that's the gist of it. Damn, mm. that's messed up, man. That's messed up. So what, what have you been like doing like uh, this past couple of weeks? I haven't seen you since uh, the Marcel, Uluwatu yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. The, the Marcel Hoff. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we were just like <laughs> we were doing like crazy breath. Deep was there. Demon was there, and then um, yeah, he was saying he was saying that. Yeah, yeah. Like, he saw me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, ever since then, I was like, how do I come back to this place? Yeah. So I started I started uh, chatting with the with the guys, and uh, I just asked them, do you partner with other wellness professionals? And they said, yeah, absolutely. What do you do? And um, yeah, we put together a super cool uh, performance retreat for like mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're gonna be taking people through like seven days and six pillars to peak performance and just super immersive experience mm. uh, with not to extent of, you know, sticking stuff in your, in your arm, yeah. but <laughs> when's that? I want to do that one. Yeah. I just want to like see, cause even, even that uh, is, is something that you get feedback on, you know, I feel mm. like everyone else is just like, Oh, this person's doing this diet. So I'm going to do this diet. And then they're like doing things when they don't realize that a lot of the diets only work with certain people's gut biome. Same with workouts, man. Yeah. Like uh, um, most workouts, most people, the way they work out, they only target and trigger one or two energy systems of the body. And we have three of them. And uh, like uh, certain exercises that target all of them uh, and they're separated. Mm. That's a, like a key to longevity, to being a well-rounded athlete. I, was thinking, I mean, being explosive, being able to sustain like endurance events. Yeah. For example, I was doing this, um, like minimal effective dose of exercise. It was like a little program that I put together based on like scientific research. And it's literally, I would spend under two and a half hours every week in the gym. And then I was like, I wonder if this is working. And I was in a, in, in a bit of a funk. And so it's like <laughs> to test it, if it's working, I, I decided to row a marathon, row a, a marathon on a, like a um, concept rower. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was miserable, but Fuck. I mean, mm. I got it done in under three hours without e- ever yeah. training for marathons, for endurance events, just that minimal effective dose, like that um, exercise program that just very minimalistic. Just talk to it like up here. You yeah. have to talk to this thing, not this. Cool. It's weird. It's okay. weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a very minimalistic approach to exercise. Yeah. And yeah, I was, I was able to row a marathon. Uh, in under three hours with just minimal training. What was what was that thing that you said that was like really interesting? The three energy systems. Mm-hmm. What, what what is that? 
so we have um, like a phosphagen, which kicks in, it's like uh, 15 seconds. So something super explosive, like you're going all out. It's for like mitochondrial density. So uh, for uh, optimized energy production, then we have a uh, um, anaerobic one, uh, which, is, which goes from like 30 to um, 90 seconds. It's like lactate uh, yeah. system. And then we have aerobic one. So that's where it requires oxygen. So for like a endurance events mm. and um, targeting them differently and with different modalities uh, and different exercises uh, like to optimize them you have to target them separately because a lot of people if they're weightlifting they're weightlifting if they're running they're running if they're doing hit they're only doing hit but they don't mix it up mm. and the key for i mean for longevity for everything is essentially stressing your body from different angles and having mm. that different approach is, is, is that your main goal uh just longevity not really just trying to be the swallest person at the gym mm, yeah. then why are you the swallest person at the gym bro <laughs> like like seriously dude like you see his arms are huge i don't yeah. even want to sit next to him because like i'll just feel insecure and sad <laughs> but but like did you come out the womb like this or no man i was i was a fucked up child uh, like i was super sick i mean um i think we can pull up a picture somewhere yeah, i was i was super super skinny so yeah, yeah, should be, should be somewhere. Dude, I saw a messed up picture of you on Instagram. It's like you're, you got hit by a bee or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go down. It should be somewhere there. Up. Yep. It's probably a good Tinder picture. What? Yeah. yeah, that was me. When was uh, this? Like, uh, really? Seven-ish years ago. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. It's like you ate him, and then, and then, <laughs> like, are slowly feeding off of his nutrients. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Mm. No, I was really, so uh, when I was a kid, I was sick all the time. I was on antibiotics nonstop. Like my family, I mean, I was, I ate more antibiotics than I ate food. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just super Where sick. Where were you my, raised? Where were you raised? In Lithuania. Yeah, okay. I was born and raised in Lithuania. And then um, just my immune system was jacked up. Why something, is that? Why I don't know. I don't know. Like something was, something was off. Yeah. And um, so then that, that kind of transition when I was transitioning to adulthood and I joined the military and um it's like I now I gotta be I gotta be a man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do something about it because I was, yeah. I was still still like that. Wow. I was still skinny. And um started just figuring out how to perform better, how to um put on some weight. First of all it was just pure I was like, I want to put on muscle. I want to put yeah. on mass because I was introduced to weight training when I was like 20 for, for, for yeah. the first time. How do you and, know? Uh, I'm 27. Mm. Yeah. So um, first time ever touching, touching like uh, weights was when I was 20. Um, my team captain of a basketball team kind of introduced me to working out and I got obsessed. Uh, started researching stuff and in like about half a year, I put on about 50 pounds. Half a year? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. It was, um, it was just like this press pull cycle so i uh discovered that if you fast uh and for 24 hours the growth hormone after those 24 hours is at its peak so you uh, fast for 24 hours crush a massive workout and then uh refeed on that and then it was with that i put on 50 really so if i if i don't eat if i eat at like uh mid so uh, I ate yesterday maybe at like 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. If I don't eat till 7 p.m. and I lift at 5 p.m., I should be like, Dreh. yeah, no, that, that's the thing. It's it's like uh, after those 24 hours, your your um, growth hormones are speaking, and uh, I usually do like a, so 
on the topic of fasting. So I do like a couple of things. Uh, that intermittent-ish fasting, so 13 to 17 hours on a daily basis, uh, depending on how active I am. Yeah. Like if I'm less active, 17. If I'm more active, mm -hmm. 13. Uh, and two, three times a month, I do like a 24-hour fast. And then three times a year, I do like a five-day uh, fasting mimicking. I used to do water fast, but then I discovered this guy, uh, researcher Walter Longo. He He's done a lot of great work in the field of longevity. Yeah. And um, he came up with this like fasting mimicking protocol uh, that is essentially five days and you're eating about 30% of what uh, of what you would usually eat, maybe less than that because I, I would my like caloric intake is about 4,000 ish. Uh, and uh, big I, bear. Yeah. <laughs> and I would eat like uh, about 1,000 the first day and then 700 for the rest four days. And it's all like plant based. So uh, protein is super, super low. It's like under 15 grams or something like that. And uh, the magic is behind it that it suppresses your like called mTOR pathway, which is like an anabolic pathway. And um, in order to for you to live longer, uh, you have to suppress that at time. So it's like a press-pull cycle. So you uh, suppress it. And then when you're done, you drop like, I don't know, 10 pounds maybe, uh, but you can gain it back within a couple of days because your stem cell turnover, your growth hormone is speaking, like you're putting on muscle like crazy after that. What? Mm. Yeah. Holy, it wait, wait, exploded. whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so I want to like get this straight because because I'm trying to get, you know, bigger, you know, I'm trying to get on my mm. AJ levels. Um, <laughs> but what, dude, so so if I wanted to get bigger, how, how sustainable is that to not eat for 24 hours and then to like hit the gym really hard and then eat a lot? Like I can't like, do that every day, right? No, 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 no. It's like a, two times a week you can you can do that. Uh, other than that, then it, it gets a bit harder to pack in the extra calories that you need, yeah. uh, extra energy that you need to actually maintain like a caloric surplus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you just eat like like crazy after after that workout once can you eat it. anything like carbs and like uh, more meats? i get you can't you can't eat more carbs but that's uh um like also sort of aussie barbecue mm -hmm. almost yeah. yeah yeah pretty much and then yeah. uh one of the great things is uh digestive enzymes so i i didn't know about them until now ish like a couple of years back uh there's this company i think it's uh bio optimizers and mm. they have this um enzyme blend it's called Masszymes. And it helps this this guy um, who created it. He was like a natural bodybuilder, vegetarian bodybuilder, mm. and he uh, he would intake like under hundred grams of protein a day. But he was like a award winning bodybuilder. And uh, what he did was take those enzymes because that bioavailability and the, what your body utilizes uh, in terms of protein is broken down more efficiently with those enzymes. So yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Dude, this is like blowing me up, man. Because because I didn't really take it much. Just I mean, I tried that carnivore thing, mm -hmm. and then that like put on um, some leanness. But uh, did you try that? I think you tried that for a bit, right? Carnivore, no, not not no? yet. No. What What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's not for optimal performance. It's for great for autoimmune diseases. Like if you yeah. have an autoimmune condition, and it's like a fascinating elimination diet. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but. From the sustainability standpoint, I mean, man, no, yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's just, hard, it's just, it's boring. Yeah, same with keto. I mean, people mm -hmm. who do keto, uh, it's just, it's boring. But you eat everything. You eat like carbs. You eat vegetables. You go vegan for like seven days, plant based. Um, so that's that's when I do fast. It's, it's purely vegan, no animal products because uh, obviously super low in protein. But uh, so for example, my my uh, food intake is like 
as I said, super high in fats in the morning. So I do like a cyclical ketosis or uh, my body is uh, metabolically flexible, which is able to burn fats and carbs for fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in like, like a deep ketosis for a couple of months to train my body to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And now, um, for example, I eat super high in fats in the morning and um, then I introduce carbohydrates in the afternoon and um, I wake up the next day in a mild ketosis already. So I have like a prick my finger sometimes to check yeah. uh, just for the hell of it. And um, yeah, essentially I end up in a mild ketosis already. Mm. You don't intermittent fast? Intermittent, <laughs> intermittent <laughs> fast? Yeah. Intermittent <laughs> No, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, as I said, like 13 to 17 hours, but- um, You have breakfast. Right, uh, like a breakfast as in like 11 a.m. Okay. So, yeah, because I eat super early dinner. Since mm. uh, I'm also tracking my sleep with, <laughs> dude, you have so much things on you, bro. This one, yeah. you press that, it just turns into an Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah, I know if you're familiar with an aura yeah. ring, it's like a um, Fitbit on steroids, essentially. So um, I notice the sleep patterns. If I eat after like 7 p.m., my deep sleep and my REM sleep that I get is absolutely jacked up. Like oh I, it just God. jacks up my sleep. If I eat, um, if I finish eating before six, uh, preferably about like I start eating my mm. dinner at 4.30 to 5.30. And man, my sleep is absolutely fantastic. I sleep yeah. like a fucking baby. Yeah. Uh, so when you wake up, which time? Wake up. I wake up around uh, five. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, um, yeah, my sleep pattern. I, I was able to cut my, sleep to like six and a half hours average and i i'm getting like double the sleep i used to get uh before i started hacking all this stuff dude i don't even know where to begin man (laughs) i'm over here just like what is going i feel like everything that i've learned was just a lie (laughs) that's the thing man that's why that's why we put together that that retreat because uh, people don't realize how much how much more is out there and how much better you can feel and tap into your like actual potential that you have, Mm. especially as an, I mean, as an entrepreneur, people, how much, you know, you could add a couple of extra hours of productive output to your day. Mm. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That, that means a lot. I don't even know where to start to ask you questions because I'm just like, I'm just like, what do I do? So, so I, so like the thing that I'm feeling right now is okay. Listen to listen to what he's saying. Uh, freaking eat more fats and then go vegan for like a week and then freaking don't eat for 24 hours. And do you do you eat a lot after that? Like, okay, so if I was gonna get bigger, but I also wanted to keep everything healthy because my point is I try the carnivore thing, mm. and then, dude, I feel like. I was afraid of, of carbs because if I ate one little carb, it would just mess me up, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it, it wasn't as enjoyable. Uh, but like what you said, I just want what that is, just to have more efficiency, less brain fog, and Both to just the have best world, unlimited it? energy all the time. Like I'm pretty energetic as a person, but then there's times where after this, I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, I don't want to see anyone. I just want to be mm-hmm. by myself and like <laughs> not do anything. I feel it, I feel it. Yeah, so uh, one of the things is just so... One of the reasons uh, I have those glasses is uh, like the bright lights uh, during the day, especially they sap your energy. Really? Yeah. So we're gonna light talk- bright lights. So we bright. should turn this off. Uh, pretty much, like the, all the um, whatever. Yeah, these halogens. Halogen lights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they mess you up. Why? Like the, so the the thing is, uh, your eyes um, have receptors. Yeah. So when you wake up, uh, we see blue light and then it get, hits our cortisol. Yeah, it hits our, our cortisol. And that's nece- a cortisol has been vilified, but it's a necessary yeah. hormone to kickstart your day, essentially. So um, if you get 
blue light from the sun, it has like this cortisol effect, but it also has like antioxidant effect. So it triggers both both of those. And this uh, artificial light only triggers the blue light response, the, mm. the cortisol response, but no antioxidant one. So it you're, to process it, your body needs more energy. So mm. your mitochondria, your energy... Um, currency of your of your cells they they're working overtime to transfer this light it, it, it kind of mm. gets confused especially after like um after sunset i have like a blue light blockers that um, mm. block all the blue light in my bedroom i have like a red bulb uh, so there's no blue light at all and um the reason is be because i don't want any cortisol and i want my um, melatonin production to mm. kick in once the sun sets and same with food. It's like if I eat after sunset, again, uh, like uh, your body is producing insulin, and uh, again, it's stressful on your on your body, and then it's processing food rather than producing sleep hormones. Mm. So light is one of the biggest things for energy. It's like especially like these blue lights jack you up. Oh yeah, dude. I I, yeah. I notice that because I'll work in the evenings and I'll be like, oh, I need light, and uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I, I just wake up like. Uh, uh, just I need to get you a pair of like a blue light blocking glass. Yeah, I have, I have got, like I have like yeah, five pairs. At, Are they yeah, prescription? No, no, no. Yeah, can just, you get them prescription? Oh, uh, you can. Yeah, 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 you can. So that's that's a biggie. And uh, I guess we can go back to muscle building. So a couple of um, easy easy things, uh, easy supplements uh, to incorporate would be. Have you heard of colostrum? Colostrum. Yeah. It sounds like a like an Avengers evil guy. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Colostrum. It's like, a, it's like a first milking of a cow. What? Yeah. The so, first milking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the interesting thing is that colostrum doesn't have even though you you might be sensitive to dairy. Yeah. I don't know if you are. Uh, uh, a lot, not, a lot I, not too not too bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. but uh, a lot of people who are sensitive to dairy, they it doesn't trigger uh, that mm. response because it doesn't like it's stripped of uh, inflammatory casein proteins in it. So uh, it's like a first milking of a cow. It's one of the most potent, like a growth hormone inducing things. Like it's it just uh, skyrockets your your gains. You, know? you literally eat, drink like the first milking of a cow. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's ethically uh, obtained. Like they they get it extra whatever they get from okay. from the cow. But it's it's fucking brilliant. First of all, uh, for I do recommend for people who have jacked up guts and like gut gut flora. Mm. It's um, it restores the gut um, like integrity, mm. so it's amazing for your for your gut and also for uh, muscle building. It's fantastic. Mm. Another thing, collagen. Uh, I mean, collagen peptides. Uh, that's a that's a really really good uh, supplement to take. You get uh, that all sent here. Or you mm -hmm. you just have to get Visa runs and just like shove it in your both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a good um, service called Grabber. Uh, where people travel from the states, you can just send them, send it to their place, and when they come to Bali, they just bring it with them. Yeah, for, like yeah, it's it's amazing. That's uh, what you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. You've just been meeting a bunch of people. Like I got your freaking like virgin cow milk. Yeah, and shoes because I can't get my size in Asia. Now, what what size? <laughs> like sixteen. Yeah, uh, fifty-one in Europe. Fifty-one. Yeah. Imagine getting kicked in the face by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, so so your main goal isn't to just put on more size. It's just like live longer now mm, at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I mean, with size, I haven't. So for upper body, I don't really any vein, any vanity uh, metrics in terms of like a bicep curls or like arms. I haven't uh, exercised my arms specifically for say five years. 
What? Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, everything that I get uh, for my upper body is like from pull-ups, mm. from other exercises, but I don't target like mm. specific muscle groups. So um, everything that I do is yeah, based on longevity. And how much? How much do you train? Um, under three hours a week. Oh, oh no yeah. way! Three yeah. hours a week, mm-hmm. dude. I see people at Nirvana training like eight hours a day. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, what? <laughs> I like, couldn't, I, could, I'm, I don't like. I don't like the gym that much. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. What I'm do you not do a huge fan. Like? What's that? What do you like? I just like. I don't know. I I don't like the gym. I know that it's good for me. That's the only reason I do it. Do people hate you because they're like, screw you, I'm at the gym like eight hours a freaking day. No, that's you're the thing. Like, you, don't ha- you don't have to. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, just I'm just showing people that you really don't have to. Again, mm. like I didn't train for that marathon uh, mm. that, and uh, being able to, without actually specifically targeting endurance and being able to do it, it's like minimal effective dose. That's, that's, mm. that's the name of the game for me. Yeah. So 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 walk me through like because uh, I was supposed to do a visa run on the 11th, so I was gonna miss like the entire retreat. Uh, mm-hmm. But then now something came up where I have to stay here maybe until the 18th, so I might be able to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you like walking through? Like, say I go to uh, your retreat, what would be like the the steps that you take? Because most people that are coming in that want something similar like this, they have no idea. You know, they're just. They're just like listening to whatever they hear whispers on the streets. Oh, the vegan diet. Oh, I'll try vegan. Oh, (laughs) only eat meat, which everyone right now is just like only eating meat right now. It's insane. But like when you're pooping every like week only, you you feel like something is is not right. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Walk me through the steps of what happens like on each day to take someone like, for example, me, someone who's like a little bit aware of this stuff to really getting the most output with the minimal input oh that's exactly uh, that's exactly it like that minimal effective dose i apply it with sleep with nutrition with uh, exercise so um the thing is we base our whole thing on six pillars so that's sleep stress management nutrition movement environment and routines and in routines we include mindset as well Mm. and we address like the how to incorporate those into your lifestyle without over overthrowing it like yeah. if when I do all this all this stuff, like my morning routine and when I go to bed, like I, I don't have to think about it. I just mm. it's like ingrained in me and essentially teaching people how to do those minimal things that have a massive, massive change. Like a whatever or would be those like tweaks uh your that give you biggest ROI. Mm. So with sleep, uh, it's like what to do for that to uh sleep less and have like get better quality of sleep. Uh, what to do with stress management in terms of meditation and different modalities on how to respond to stress better uh, when it comes to nutrition again uh, finding helping people uh, figure out what diet mm. works for them best and uh, just trying things out and kind of mapping out the plan for them putting mm. everything into into practice so every day we're going to address deep dive into each of those pillars and incorporate see how those people who come out are going to be mm. able to incorporate into their lives. Damn. Is food included? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going <sighs> to eat some, some great, great food there. Damn, <laughs> yeah. dude. Cause that, that's all, all I, I want. I, I've been like at the minimal uh, effective dose of just like information. Mm. So in terms of uh, my goals, I'm like, okay, as long as, you know, I feel good and I look sexy naked, then that's fine. Um, but I feel like there's a next level uh, because I've kind of been plucked, plateaued at whatever this, body 
is for the for the limited information that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it would just be dope to really reach that ultimate potential that the body can do. You know, right. exactly. Like, I think yeah. that's like the coolest thing to take this little meat sack that we're just in and to really get the most mm-hmm. out of it. You know. No, absolutely. I've been obsessed with optimizing it. I mean, obviously, bro, you got a yeah. thing stabbed <laughs> in. You got an Iron Man ear hand, and I'm chewing nicotine gum, and I feel lit out out of this. Do you not want this? No. <sighs> yeah, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, believe you. I feel like I want to just. Mm. Yeah. So everything, like seeing what's available out there, and yeah. incorporating those little practices that make a massive difference in mm. in your life. And again, there there's so many. So many things that I'm doing and still testing and then seeing, I mean, if I try something new, something different, and then uh, sometimes it doesn't stick. I was like, yeah. this is, this requires way too much of my energy to actually incorporate this into my routine. So I said, fuck it. Uh, mm. But for example, for my sleep, it's like I have a, like a sleep supplement stack. I um, listen to like binaural beats, mm. uh, lay down on like an acupressure mat. Have you tried that? Oh, do, do you have all? Do you travel like through TSA with all this? Man, I, I traveled. I brought my. I also. So, another thing with exercise. I mean, as I said, I don't like to exercise, but I like to move. <laughs> so, when, when it comes to. Um, I have like a foldable uh, walking pad, like a treadmill. So, I have like a walking treadmill station where when, when I'm working on my computer, I'm walking is like uh, two miles an hour and then just typing, typing away. You travel with that. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do you carry on everything or is you just no, like that's that's like uh 50 pounds so I, I i was living in thailand before i moved to bali uh so i that was one of the first things that i brought with me it's like that was my treadmill mm. <laughs> mm. Really can't, yeah it's hard to i'm like now fidgeting uh because I, i'm not used you to sitting walk? much yeah, yeah exactly yeah. because i'm like a, i'm on one cheek other cheek just <laughs> you're just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like is this guy a salsa dancer mm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. so that's that's one of the things that um Movement is another another thing that is really important. Like I, mm. I stretch, I stand up, I stretch, I do a handstand or something like that uh, every half an hour or so. But, <laughs> every uh, half an hour? Uh, like not, not that often, but yeah. uh, I walk away from my computer um, every half an mm. hour just to kind of reset. Mm. And, yeah. What I want to know, so you were you grew like 50 pounds mm. in, in a span of like less than a year. Less than half a year. Less yeah. than half a year. Mm-hmm. So six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was literally like a newborn, like 12-year-old child just like grew attached, but like that amount of weight. Um, in that time, when you first started growing and like, you know, your body started changing a lot, mm-hmm. what were like the biggest practices that really helped? If I was going to 80-20 that, the, the biggest thing that I realized is, okay, twice a week uh, before like my heaviest lifts to fast 24 hours up yeah. until then. Yeah, and then go to failure. Yeah, that's essentially you. You fast. You go to failure um, during your workout, and you refeed like crazy. Mm-hmm. At that point, I knew less about nutrition, way less about nutrition. So I just ate anything and everything. So it was like uh, I would drink like half a gallon of milk and <laughs> stuff like that. It's like a, or like uh, six bananas or something along those lines. It, it was it was nasty, but um, then. Once I learned more about it, and I would I would lose some weight when I'm traveling. Like I was traveling for extended periods of time. After like four months, I dropped about twenty pounds, and I was able to gain it back uh, within mm. like two three weeks. Maybe mm. we're just taking like that smart approach, but with mm. better food. And yeah, what other things uh, 
helped out because I'm trying to like map out now my year. You know, I'm mm. like, oh, this guy's freaking a genius, man. Like, I need to follow <laughs> what he says. Uh, what What are like the top ten principles that, as long as I did those ten things, then I would be better off twelve months from now than now. Mm. Okay, uh, where do we start? So let's start with sleep, I guess. Uh, sleep is one of those things that if you have a jacked up sleep, everything else is going to be jacked up. Mm. So taking uh, having some sort of bedtime routine where you're completely relaxed uh again eating not eating within like three hours before bed uh, would be ideal and uh taking some time to completely like shut shut off everything like electronics um no blue light uh, just actually relax and take take time mm. to wind down uh so that's number one what's your evening before we go on the next one mm. what's your evening ritual because sometimes i like i'll shut everything down i'm like okay now what do i freaking do uh, sleep is like in Six hours, do I just get a three-hour massage? Or like, what, what's your evening ritual like? Oh, so the, I, I do it, like, within an hour, maybe half an hour sometimes because I can't, I mean, I, I love doing stuff, so I, yeah. I have a hard time shutting shutting down and relaxing. Because uh, your so. mind will also take that. Yeah. Like, in your sleep, you go mm -hmm. to bed, and then, like, it's worse as an entrepreneur because you have, like, ideas and, you exactly. know, and it starts moving, and then you can't sleep. Mm. So for some people, journaling helps. I don't yeah. really like it, like it that much, but uh, for some people, journaling helps. And uh, so what I do, I have, like, a go-to-bed alarm that goes off. I put my um, phone into airplane mode, uh, pick up a book, and then put, put on some binaural beats, lay down on the on my acupressure mat, take my uh, sleep supplements. Um, another thing, I used to do like these, I actually brought them with me, uh, these nose thingies. Uh, it's called photobiomodulation. It's in my bag. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Dima, can you, can you hand that, Dima? Can you grab that? We'll just see what's in his bag. That'll be like the new segment of the episode. What's in Agent's bag? Yeah. Okay. You could give it to him. I don't know. It might explode on me. <laughs> you ready to try these in this Asia? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? I'm sure it's so many interesting things. Uh, yeah. So uh, I have like a nicotine spray. So that's uh, like a similar similar thing. I got a couple of supplements. So like... Uh, as to Xantin, I've been so I, I don't use sunscreen, even though we live in Bali. I don't use sunscreen because uh, most of them are super toxic. They're yeah. absolute garbage. This is like a sunscreen from the inside out. It's like astaxanthin is an active component that makes uh, that makes um, salmon red, yeah, uh, or orange, and essentially like twelve milligrams of astaxanthin. It protects my so I don't I don't even get burned if I take this and go like spend pretty much half a day outside mm. and I don't even burn. So that's wow. this is this is great. <sighs> What are I the got, nose thingies? Yeah, got uh, so I have two. Oh <laughs> so this is yeah, this is called uh, so near near infrared. Um, it's like a red light therapy. And what? So you put it up your nose. This goes up my nose. No, no, the the it's like a okay. adapter. Okay, can you put it on? Can yeah. you show us how it works? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. So the you got two for like a partner. Yeah, no, no, it's like a different, so those are different wavelengths. Uh, oh different wavelengths have different uh, effects on your body. It's like a 25 minute. So one is like a visible, <laughs> visible light. <laughs> what is going and on? And another one is like a, a non-visible uh, because you can barely, so this one you can barely, barely see like a red. That goes into there. your brain. Yeah, so essentially uh, the capillaries in our nose, uh, capillary density in our nose is the highest uh, pretty much in, in the body. So, uh, and our blood has a property that is able to transport light and certain 
certain wavelengths of light have like a certain uh, effect on our body. So of this 810 uh, nanometers of uh, light, it kind of triggers your brain. So your brain activity, and this one is more for your um I forget what this one is. It's just the 33. <laughs> it's like a, it's more, it's like for your, uh, more for your, for your body, for your, like, uh, um, so this one is for your brain. This one is for, for your body. Again, I, I kind of forget what exactly um, they target, but essentially our body has that property to carry light and it spreads out. It kind of recharges your mitochondria mm. uh, when you're, when you're using these. So we do these like twice a day when I, when I meditate, it's like a 25 minute session. Oh, you yeah. do that while you meditate in the morning. So I have like a, yeah. Uh, take these. Then I have this thing called human charger. I don't think I brought it. It's like a, um, sunlight in 12 minutes. So in 12 minutes, they created it in uh, Finland to, to combat the seasonal affective disorder. Mm. And in 12 minutes, you get like the dose of sunlight that you get throughout the day. So it kind of wakes me up and uh, helps me to realign my circadian rhythm. When mm. I travel, it's absolutely fantastic. Mm. And um, these, then yeah, I meditate, I read my morning formula uh, and- Morning formula, what's that? It's like uh, essentially anchoring myself to uh, the person I wanna be. Mm. Uh, so kind of mindset stuff. What, what Like if you would walk me through that morning formula, you probably like remember it. I used to do something like that. Um, back in the day too, to just like rewire the brain. But what are like those thoughts that you are constantly anchoring in that you had to train that you did not originally have? Mm. So for example, like uh, some people do gratitude in the morning. Yeah. If I did that, I wouldn't get anything done because then I'm, I'm grateful for everything. The world <laughs> is beautiful. You know? I need, I'm, I'm like fueled by dirty energy in the morning. I think, yeah. I think uh, so I ask myself, uh, what's gonna happen if if I'm not the best version of myself today. And I think about people mm. dying and, you know, all that stuff. It's like, <laughs> that fuels me to, to kind of take, take charge of my day and kind of charge at it. Mm. Uh, so it just essentially things that sometimes I have doubts about, uh, about myself, like um, I don't really have a lot of insecurities, but something sometimes like I don't get stuff done for some reason. So I write it down in like a empowering, empowering way. Uh, so something that would drive me, drive me forward. Dude, wow. <laughs> I totally forgot you had those on your nose, but yeah. the midway, I was like, he still has them on his nose. What's, what's more do you have in your secret bag? Well, oh yeah, I have Mazimes. Yeah, so that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, oh, those are the digestive enzymes. Oh, wow. They smell like, they smell like, they smell like regular bowel movements. Uh, that's like coconut charcoal. So when I go to, when I go to, uh, like a sauna, uh, yeah. to, uh, I sweat everything out. I mean, when it comes to infrared sauna, it, it penetrates deeply. And then, um, the stuff that comes out, um, this is like a good binder to, to collect all the bullshit that comes out. Uh, then I got some cream of tartar and, and, um, what is that? Celtic, Celtic sea salt. It's one of the most mineral rich salt. This is the most random stuff I've so, ever seen in a bag. <laughs> so I mix it, I mix it with, uh, when I drink water, it, it just, allows me to drink less water uh, because it hydrates me mm. optimally. So uh, for example, people who drink electrolytes and fucking Gatorade and nonsense mm. like that, it's that's that stuff just spikes your mm. blood sugar. This essentially rehydrates you optimally. So mm. like uh, you have sodium, you have potassium and uh, your cells uh, absorb more water than they actually would. Because if you're drinking water that is stripped of minerals, for example, like a, um, that goes through reverse osmosis, it just goes through you. 
uh, it doesn't your body's not able to collect that uh, that water, so uh, very little of it gets absorbed. Mm. When it comes with minerals, your body's more capable of uh, actually absorbing absorbing. Mm. How much uh, do you spend probably on like these biohacking things every month? Um, not too much actually. I mean, I was I was on the. Are you also doing a 20 minute session right now? You're like, oh, I might as well do this if I'm fucking sitting. Done yeah, I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, depends because I was, I was on this anti-aging, anti-aging stack uh, for quite a while. I read the, I read these couple, a couple of books by brilliant researchers and it's like 50 supplements in it. Uh, I was thinking about like a, uh, hundred pills a day, you know, like everything uh, from uh, like antioxidants to vitamins to just everything, like all, all kinds of compounds, but it just got a bit tiring. And uh, eventually I'm gonna, I'm gonna like organize it. So someone else puts it, puts it uh, together for me. But for now, uh, since I'm like in between of moving, I just have the very essentials that for, for my sleep, for like a optimal, like a basic level nutrition mm. and a couple of like uh, advanced compounds. Uh, but I remember it's like, uh, I wrote this little piece. It's like how I inadvertently spent 500 bucks on supplements. <laughs> so, mm. so it was like for three months, for 500 bucks for three months. I mean, that's... Yeah, what, but if you live like an extra 10 years, like what, what's, it, yeah, exactly. what's it cost, nothing, you know? They're like, oh my yeah. God, you know, it's 500 bucks, but then they're eating freaking McDonald's and they're actually, it's more expensive because now they're losing life. Exactly, and then uh, they go. People go out uh, on a weekend. They spend. They drop mm. that easily. And yeah, then you can spend that for three months worth yeah. of supplements. So. How do you explain this to a girl that you date? You're like, oh, baby, you know. <laughs> that was that was interesting actually. So when I first got these, and my girlfriend was freaked out. I was like, what the hell is this nonsense? And then she tried it, and she really enjoyed it. So uh, now she does it as well. Yeah, you, know, you guys can yeah. do like tantra with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So so that was like the first step. Um, sleep. Yeah. What's like the next? So, like if we were going back to like the ten principles. Oh, uh, so okay. Next one would be. We just gotta like watch yeah. your shoulder because like your shoulders are massive. Yeah. <laughs> Stress management would be would be another one. So, uh, whatever form of meditation that uh, you incorporate, do you meditate? Yeah. What do you do? I do. Well, I was doing it before. Uh, usually, it starts off with like the gratitude. So, like you're mm -hmm. like, I actually do need the dark energy most of the time. Um, it needs it's it's like a balance, right? So, um, I I need kind of like every single twice a week you 24 hour fast yeah like twice a week i have to basically relive my death and see just what would happen if i don't like actually do all the things that i can right now nice. um that's cool but then it turns into a problem because then i get too aggressive at my goals and then i'll i'll be not calculated and i'll end up you know getting more mm -hmm. like bad shit coming yeah, in my yeah, life yeah. so then a lot of it was so that, that, that'd be my, my bi-weekly thing, you know, mm -hmm. relive my death. That's like pretty cool. Get that darkness and then yeah. see all my loved ones die and be like, fuck, okay, now I need to <laughs> apply. But then on a daily thing, so like kind of like that nose thing that you do is more so I wake up, I think of three things that I'm grateful for, like three little things, like three little mm -hmm. wins. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be um, waking up and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so grateful for my eyes so I could see. I'm so grateful for my ears. Um, but then I'll realize that I'm just going through the process. Yeah. So I want to add a little bit of resistance. So then I'll start doing like that in the sauna for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then 
I'll do that in the ice bath for like 10 minutes at like nice. four or five degrees Celsius. But it's literally three things of that I'm grateful for, then three people that I'm grateful for. Because I, I think when you start getting your mind off of yourself and focusing on helping other people mm -hmm. or even like the people that are already in your life, you start seeing opportunities and how people could work together when you're kind of like out of your own head, right? Yeah. And then I'll basically relive all the things that I want health, wealth, love, and happiness wise, but visualizing it as if I already had it. And then the last 15 to 20 minutes is just pure transcendental meditation where I just don't think of anything and just mm -hmm. allow the thoughts to kind of like run up. And what I realize is at first it comes in very rapid and it's like all these thoughts that is kind of like the normalcy of most people's thinking that right. they're not aware of that uh -huh. control and fuel their life. But then those thoughts start slowing down, slowing down maybe like a thought now every 30 seconds to then a thought maybe every minute to then no thinking. And then it's usually at the moment where like a spark of genius comes out and I'm like, okay, that's the idea that I was trying to look for uh, in my life or in my business that was just being buried by all of this negativity or just BS or even just like random to-do list, you know? Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things that you wanna do. Um, and so many creative genius inside of here, but then you're thinking of, you know, your phone or did that person like my picture or, you know, like all these little dopamine hits right. and it's suffocating the genius that I feel like it exists in all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, whoever said that, I think it was in the book leader who had no title. Mm -hmm. It's like every single one of us has a genius within us and most of us die without tapping into it. Mm. So that really hit me and I kind of read that quote uh, pretty much on a daily basis and it reminds me, it's like, man, there's so much more to life than what we're living right now. Mm. And what you said uh, about giving back to the community and um, that's what, that's my, that's essentially what drives me is like showing people mm. how good, how fantastic you can feel and beyond what you're doing now because we, we're all fall into patterns. We have like mm -hmm. routines, we, our brain is wired to seek for the path of least resistance and seek for pleasure or avoid pain. And yeah. we fall uh, based on that. If you, we are not challenging ourselves, uh, we fall into a pattern. It's like, we're good. I'm fine. I'm mm. all right. That's why I keep introducing. So uh, I'm also like prone to that. So that's why I introduce different modalities, different hacks or what have you into my life. So I can mm. challenge myself and see if it's going to be game changing for, mm. for good. They yeah. say, um, I was listening to this uh, one guy talking about like biohacking on YouTube and he had like the top 30 biohacks, right? And each one, it was like, oh, you could do this and you could do that. And they're like the very intricate technique things or like the, 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 the thing up their nose or whatever, like drinking the breast milk of like a baby, <laughs> like virgin cow. Mm. Um, and he kept on naming it and I'm just like writing notes. I'm like, man, this is insane. I didn't realize how important all of this is. But then the last thing was kind of just like a mind because the last thing is like, oh, and by the way, all those 29 things that I talked about actually don't matter if you don't feed your soul. Yes. Absolutely. And then I was just like, because you see people like in the blue zones, right? Like people living to 100, 110, 120, they're not shoving shit up their nose. And then um, they're just like being happy with their mm -hmm. community, living life. And I feel like there's also... Like right now, I know exactly what's going to happen in my brain as I get more just acclimated to this and say I have free time and go to the retreat and like I go through all of these new modalities that could get me is then I'll use them more like uh, 
like a means to an end instead of just like enjoying the process mm. and then forgetting the actual point of this is to give me more of that energy and time to focus on that fulfillment you know because i bet you there's so many people that come to you because you get so many clients coming in because i was like looking at your website i was like dude this is like freaking some dope stuff and they're just probably thinking oh if i buy this one thing that i could shove up my nose then i could be happy mm. and they're they're constantly buying more of these things and more of these supplements now you know they're they're optimized like in the body right but then they're still empty inside because they never actually fed the the real part that mattered absolutely man i just uh i just wrote an article about like biohacking it was like a rant mm -hmm. on what biohacking has been receiving a lot of bad rap um lately because everybody everybody seems to be a biohacker now yeah. i mean they're they're taking like a an uh, having an IV solution to recover from hangover. That's not fucking biohacking. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Don't just, drink. yeah. yeah the biohacking essentially just uh, enhances your fundamentals. So like before, I always say that before you do any of this fancy stuff, you have to take uh, take care of the fundamentals first. So getting sleep, getting uh, like sensible sun, sun exposure, uh, hanging out with people that feed you, feed your soul and giving back uh, to the community, uh, sleeping properly, like all of those things that aren't sexy, like fasting. I was like, mm -hmm. I, I'm fascinated uh, by stem cells and stem cell injections and like a regenerative medicine. I'm, I love that stuff. But before I do that, if I'm not fasting, if I'm not uh, picking the, that low hanging fruit, yeah. it's pointless. Yeah, it's absolutely pointless. So mm. back to uh, what you said about community, I feel like we live in this bubble, especially in Bali. Yeah. I mean, there are so many people who are driven, who are introspective, and I uh, connect with people from back home, from uh, people who are still in the military. They're living completely different lifestyles. Mm. It's so like a superficial, and uh, they're thinking about their mortgages, about uh, getting a new car and stuff, and they, they don't even like reflect on their on their like what's what's the point mm. and what you said about blue zones i mean we know that it's possible to live until like 120 without any of this stuff wow. so if you take care so if you take care of all that i mean i'm i'm aiming for 150 that's my number 150 yeah, 150 is my number but yeah. like could, do you even want to live the moment like like your boners stop working you know it's just like just it, kill that, me that, now. that's the thing then it's not it's, <laughs> that's the point like what i'm aiming for is that it doesn't like, uh, so, like i'm not just adding um years to my life i want to add life to my years mm. as well so i i don't want to live until 150 if i'm not functional <laughs> uh, like if it's it's, it's it's pointless i mean no really like uh, if i'm if i'm uh in bed all day i'm thinking it's like uh uh what was it peter atia was talking about centenarian olympics it's like <laughs> wow yeah so it's like he's 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 working towards that so like essentially when he's in his 10th decade so uh he laid out like 30 things that you should be able to do by the mm. time you're 100 whatever mm. so that's yeah uh, i want to live until 150 but be be able to still learn still uh, the point is that like my my thinking is that if i live longer i can impact more people and i can accumulate more um knowledge more mm. um just have have a bigger impact i mean the the longer i live the more people i can reach out reach mm. so yeah Dude, I'm fascinated with like everything that you're saying. Okay, so let's get back to that. The sleep, we we, we got on a little tangent. Yeah, yeah. Now I understand sleep is good. Um, stress management, yeah. That's stress management. Yeah. The second thing is what? Stress management? Yeah, so the, what, the what I said about meditation, uh, I picked up TM because I um, read some studies that it kind of mimics the brain 
uh, brain waves that you get while sleeping. So it's like, oh, okay, if I do TM, I can sleep less. So I did, I did the course and I've been doing it, I think a lot, recently, recently logged like 500 days in a row mm. yeah, since I started. And um, that really helps me to just get grounded. Mm. I'm, I'm not a stressed person, but uh, mm. all of us get to the point where we're a bit reactive rather than mm. responsive. So uh, that simple breath work. So when I'm driving on my bike, I do like four, seven, eight. Uh, it's like a four count in, seven count mm. hold, eight count out, uh, just to kind of relax my nervous system. So I'm not, not like Mark Selhoff style on, on the bike. Though, right? <laughs> that'd, be inter- that'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, pass up. yeah. Yeah. So that, um, and next thing would be, um, yeah, nutrition. I mean, nutrition is a lot to unpack, but if you, for 99% of the population, if you stick to whole foods, ethically raised uh so like if you're uh choosing to eat meat products which i do recommend uh, i barely eat muslim so i don't remember last time i like i eat chicken once a year maybe now. yeah you because you get you could starve from just eating chicken because you can't like it's, it's so it's like a white bread of animal proteins yeah that's uh, so, someone said that i was like I'm but gonna, eggs I'm are good though right oh yeah eggs are absolutely well, that's fantastic. so weird like duck the, eggs though duck like, eggs yeah duck mm. eggs I, I like them because they're uh, way more nutrient dense it's mm. like you can see the how orange they are yeah. like they're packed with nutrients so i love oh. eggs uh, a lot and uh duck eggs specifically and um including ethically raised offals so what you said like owls uh, offals so offals. like uh, um organ meats Okay. Uh, whatever it is. Uh, so once a week, I'm going to eat uh, like a couple of ounces of beef liver once or twice a week. Uh, I'm going to have some chicken hearts uh, yeah. also like once or twice a week, uh, occasionally like a brain or like a tongue or something like those meats that are for general population. It's like, ah, yeah, this is disgusting. No, mm. It's like the most nutrient yeah. dense thing on earth. I was like, why wouldn't <laughs> you eat that? Yeah. So um, also like vegetables, I mean, I'm I'm not against vegetables. I, I was I did the whole vegan thing for a year. You did just yeah, to test it out. Yeah, yeah. I jacked myself up. <laughs> yeah, did you eat a lot of soy? Uh, I did not. I just ate a lot of like smoothie bowls, a lot of fruit, and my my blood sugar was like that. So yeah. my girl my girlfriend uh, at that time, uh, or she's still my girlfriend, but uh, <laughs> at the so time during maybe we're done <laughs> <laughs> during that period. She uh, we were actually in Bali and. Um, I had to eat every like two hours because my I, I would I would start shaking like I would legit start shaking because of my blood sugar fluctuations, and uh, I would eat like four or five times a day, and I I could couldn't get um, mm. like I I couldn't get satiated. Uh, but in the beginning, I felt fantastic. I was like, oh, this is this is great. Yeah, yeah vegan, vegan, vegan for life. Vegan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Being> gains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like three, four months in, I was like, I, f- I started feeling worse and worse and worse and worse, and kept uh, kept uh, digress- uh, regressing. And I was, and I was a s- one like a smart one as well. I, I, I supplemented with everything that uh, vegans need to you supplement You were a smart with. vegan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was a smart one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you see vegans, I mean, they're, they're eating angry. like a junk food uh, vegan diet. It's like, a, oh, this is plant-based. It's like, no, this is garbage. This yeah. is refined garbage. So um, eating, I'm, I'm again, like a vegetables, a lot of a lot of greens uh, with pretty much every meal and spices. Mm. People underestimate the power of spices, like antioxidants uh, that you get mm. from from those. It's absolutely fantastic. So incorporating like all kinds of spices with mm. pretty much everything that you eat. Which vegetables are bad? Because uh, some of my friends were doing gut studies and they said that mm. like kale and broccoli 
And like cauliflower can be really bad for you if you have certain things in your gut. Mm. Kale, like can collect kale in your be. joints or something. Mm -hmm. Kale actually, um, there there was a study that uh, the it actually pulls minerals out of your out of your body. Wow. Uh, certain like uh, forms of kale. I, I can't I um, I can't remember the exact uh, the exact uh, study that. Um, so I don't want to really butcher it, but uh, yeah, kale. I don't really eat kale. Uh, it just doesn't taste like anything. So cru <laughs> cruciferous vegetables. I mean, cauliflower, broccoli. Um, those. I mean, I advocate those oh, for sure. And um, when it comes to vegetables, uh, one of the good gut tests to to try is biome uh, that shows like uh, your uh, microbial diversity in the gut and the way it, they react to certain to certain foods. So uh, that that showed to be pretty beneficial, and actually, uh, my body. For example, I loved watermelon, but I feel like garbage after eating it. And really? Then, yeah, doing uh, after doing that test, like watermelon was one of those like avoid foods oh. for me. Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense, man. Mm. <laughs> actually, if you tune in, if you're actually in tune with your body, which pretty much nobody is, uh, <laughs> then then you, you would feel that stuff. You, if you actually yeah. reflect, it's like. Okay, how do I feel after eating this meal? Then you could, you would be able to um, to actually mm -hmm. identify foods that don't work for you. But uh, I like data uh, behind certain things. Obviously. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I did that. I did that test, and a lot of things popped up. As like when I was on a vegan diet, that spiking my blood sugar that uh, wasn't optimal for me, and mm. um, yeah. So I moved on from that. But again, I obviously you need to you mm. need to have vegetables in your in your life. Mm. Um, so back to diet, uh, high quality uh, muscle meats, rarely, uh, organ meats, a couple of times a week, uh, eggs, for sure. Like 12 a day? Uh, no, it's like uh, three, four. I mean, yeah, mm. yeah, no, not too much uh, either. And um, again, not every day. It's like, I love avocados. I oh mean, my I'm God. obsessed with avocados, yeah. nuts. I'm a huge fan of nuts, mm. pilly, pilly nuts. That's mm. one of the, you know, I mean, you guys know macadamias. Yeah. yeah. The uh, peeling nuts put macadamias to shame. What? It's like not, not by uh, flavor. Their flavor is okay, but it's mm. a super dense fatty nut. It's mm. like you eat a handful, you're full for like four hours. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. You get that imported here? You buy it here? Mm, uh, there's a website uh, here that, uh, Bali Jiwa. Mm. They have like organic produce and good quality uh, products. So I just get it from them. Do you eat out or do you always like cook or do you eat at home? Um, mainly I try to eat at home. Uh, and if I eat out, it's, I'm the worst person to order with. Yeah. So, so sometimes I just I just say, fuck it. I, I don't really care. But uh, mm. one of the biggest things is avoiding inflammatory, uh, inflammatory oils. Mm. So uh, oils, essentially, they uh, wreak havoc in our bodies. Like... Mm. Uh, if it's a shitty uh, oil, so like a vegetable oils, um, any pa pa uh, palm oil is okay, like canola, yeah. sunflower, safflower, olive, industrial uh, olive uh, that sprinkled on stuff, but not cooked with because it has a very low smoke temperature. Yeah. So uh, cooking fats would be perfect ones, grass-fed butter, grass-fed ghee, uh, beef tallow, um, lard, what else? Uh, that's pretty much those are the main oils. Mm. Uh, coconut oil is fine to cook with. Avocado oil is all right to cook with as well. Uh, but all everything else is pretty much garbage when it mm. comes to when it comes to oils. And so uh, nothing fried because fried food usually uh, mm. again just jacks me up. And it's not you don't usually see that the same night or the same day or even the next day. Three days later, you kind of feel a bit yeah. sluggish. I, I actually tracked it for for a while. It's like a <laughs> Uh, I I would eat 
some like a, I don't know um, sweet potato fries, but like fried in like shitty shitty oil. And three days later, it would hit me in the morning. I would feel like garbage. Mm. So I kind of identified that. And uh, the thing is with sugar. I mean, added sugars they're they're not ideal, obviously, but it's better than eating crappy fat. Mm-hmm. since crappy fats i mean our cells our body's made up, made up of cells and every cell has like a fatty membrane and those membranes are made of fat and the fat that we consume actually goes into into those membranes mm-hmm. and the turnover it takes a couple of months for them to get out of your system and mm-hmm. if you keep feeding your body with it i mean the high toxicity mm-hmm. and all that happens so when you eat meat you're you're eating mostly the organs or the fat the fatty parts of the meat uh, yeah, those uh, mainly those so organs, uh, fattier parts, and then uh, rarely muscle meat. So like uh, some some s- sort of steak mm. or um, like a ground lamb or something along those lines. Mm. But uh, again, minimally. I, I do like tempeh. I do like uh, marinated. So soy, um, it's it's garbage, but marinated soy is completely different. So like miso, natto, tempeh. Those are those are great. Tempeh is okay for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really, I love tempeh. Yeah. Dude, I was eating like. Like I went vegan for a month and I was eating like 12 blocks of tempeh a day though. Yeah. So I, 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 I love like that was, stuff, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. I cook it. I cook it in like a grass fed butter. Oh, it's fantastic. Dude, my brain is like messed up though. Cause I was literally full carnivore and then full vegan and then full carnivore. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, why can't I have the best of both worlds? And then here you are like, Oh, you can. And I was just like, yes, I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. How much do you spend on food? Uh, like a week. Um, I haven't been tracking that, but not crazy. That's the thing. It's yeah. like uh, I order usually order in bulk, and mm. when I eat out, uh, again, it's it's cheap to eat out here, mm. and you can get some decent uh, decent meals for for pretty mm. yeah, pretty decent amount. And yeah, so so like walk me through like a daily feed that you would do. Like what would you you, you wake up, you, you eat your first meal. You only eat two meals a day. Yeah, okay, so yeah. how much? Like, what do you eat at, like, the 11 a.m. meal? So, 11 a.m., uh, for example, yesterday, let's let's go to yesterday. I had, um, like, three eggs, a couple of slices of um, good quality bacon, uh, avocado, uh, then stir-fried vegetables in, in grass-fed butter uh, with shit ton of spices. And so that was my main one. And uh, the second meal was uh, coconut yogurt with coconut flakes, a uh, bunch of nuts, and all kinds of seeds. So that was, yeah, mm. that was my, it was like 2,000-ish calories. Wow. Yeah. And you import all that? You buy that online? I, I, yeah, I get it here. Yeah, I get everything here. And tr- I try to, if I like something, I'm going to uh, directly contact the company and just order in bulk. So it's like, a, uh, it's yeah. like a, these, I have these like coconut granola. So it's like coconut um, sheds, nuts, seeds, and... It's like I got like five kilos of that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Dude, I bet you like even just going to your kitchen would just be like any person's dream. Just be like, oh, look at all these snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to snacking, again, I uh, minimize it. I like dark chocolate. Uh, that's yeah. one of the things that, um, again, anything over, mm. I prefer uh, anything over 85%. Mm. I eat 100 as well. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, uh, that weird guy who eats uh, again it's like a c- acquired taste yeah uh, in the beginning it tastes like garbage but then i'm, I'm so used to it and I was like, mm. I love this. yeah it's like pretty yeah. good so that's the one that you get from the website mm-hmm. here what, mm-hmm. was, what was that website uh, Bali Jiwa. Bali so that's Jiwa. like yogurt i get most like nut seeds and uh the coconut coconut um granola things i i forget what, mm. what the company's called it's like something seeds as yeah because well. what i've been doing is i've just been eating like all you can eat uh 
steak every mm. other day, but like the fatty parts, like yeah. the ribeye. Mm. And then the other days, I'll I'll go to Nirvana. I'll eat like their beef liver uh, right after training, and then mm. I'll go to that goat place and just eat. You know, the goat brain, heart, yeah, yeah. like liver. I eat all of the. Where do you go? You you've never been in this goat place? No, bro, it's so. Oh, I accidentally ate five up. goat brains. Like it's like super cheap, dude. Sick. I've just been eating there, and uh, yeah, I, I've been feeling uh, pretty good. The the uh, soup is like pretty fatty too, mm. so like I've been eating a lot of that. I'll probably eat that later today if you want. Uh, I'll show you the secret spot for sure. It's man. so yeah. funny. It, they sell furniture in the day, <laughs> and then it's like one of those things. It's totally not hygienic at mm. all. Uh, at like five thirty. Like these guys from the village come with like this goat that's like already pre like prepared, and mm. then on the right side is just like the ribs. The middle part is like the liver and the organs, and the left side is just like all of the hearts and tripe. And you literally just like put all of that stuff in there. What do they cook it in? Um, I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. You'd have to ask Johnson. Mm -hmm. Johnson can speak Balinese. Okay. Um, they cook it in this dope soup, though. It's so freaking good. And they're, like dude, a bone broth. Yeah, bone mm. broth, and there's like freaking eyeballs floating around, dude. It's weird, man. It's <laughs> but but I feel good. You know, that's the thing, man. Yeah. That's the thing. When it comes to like organs, we've been so conditioned. I mean, with those perfect looking chicken breasts, that's yeah, that's such garbage. Yeah. And the, so when it comes to animal products, again, like I'm I'm a very uh, strong believer in like kind of if I if I could hunt, I would definitely hunt. Uh, yeah. But again, it's not it's not uh, applicable here, but. Um, just connecting to i think you can there's cows walking around yeah, i mean sure. it wouldn't be the best hunt like you'd be like, okay <laughs> but you know how like uh um i was talking to uh, to someone about this about how native americans would hunt their meat and they kind of thank the earth yeah. for providing that just kind of connected this is becoming part of you so kind of being conscious of what you're mm. eating what you're putting into your body and actually connecting with that food rather mm. than scrolling on your phone while you're eating or uh, <laughs> watching a youtube video no yeah. exactly so that's one of the things you know with nutrition sitting down and actually making your mealtime sacred it's mm. like uh, i used to uh, I'm still not perfect uh, with it. Uh, I put on like a podcast occasionally, but uh, now more and more I'm just sitting down and when I'm eating, I'm eating and just actually like looking at my food and seeing it's like, shit, this is going into my body. This is like, a, this mm. is nourishing me. So um, instead of having like other stimulants and um, actually just taking a deep breath in before you, before mm. you start eating and actually connecting with your food and what's on your plate, it's such a simple thing. Again, it's mm. not sexy, but... I mean, uh, mm. again, you're excreting. If you're eating slower, you're excreting digestive enzymes and um, you're actually absorbing more of that food mm. and you're feeling full quicker than you uh, if you were mindlessly eating. Mm. It's weird because like when you eat, you're more in like the parasympathetic, so you're like relaxed. Exactly, yeah. But you have your phone and you're maybe going through emails and text messages mm. and you're angry. Right. You know, now you're like in the fight or flight, so mm -hmm. your body's probably confused and you'll probably not even digest it exactly it's well, like focusing on external yeah. external things is fo focusing on that sympathetic response because if you're i mean if you're that fight or flight it's obviously your body's going to be in that uh before it's gonna start digesting the food mm. yeah so that's a biggie um what else with nutrition so um 
Yeah, we pretty much won over yeah. everything. It's like uh, just eat quality more brain. Food. Yeah, eat more brain. Yeah, yeah. so that's a takeaway. Yeah. Well, it's like so weird because when a wolf kills um, its prey, mm. the head wolf goes straight for the liver. Right. So if it shows that in nature, and then wolves don't like wolves aren't under the thing where oh, like I gotta listen to this person because they ate this. It's just this is instinctually they know mm. after like millions of years of just evolution that okay, if I if the head wolf goes and grabs the liver because he knows that's where the nutrients because that will what will keep him strong right then like it's why why do you think that's the case that like we we don't eat organs when all the other uh like animals in the top alphas they, they want to go straight for that that's the thing we used to until it got industrialized until it got yeah. you know just for for us to be visually pleasing rather than actually nourishing i mean yeah. look at most foods i mean the food foodies instagrams instagram accounts i mean they're all beautiful uh, which is mm. great but it's not like a lung yeah <laughs> or exactly. like a heart do, 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 do. exactly exactly well that, that's the thing is just uh when you take it by weight again liver is the most nutrient dense thing on earth like uh, there's nothing really? nothing better than you what can what, are, what are the of, organs liver and then i would say uh liver heart uh brain kidneys yeah mm. those are those are the main ones that how yeah. about tripe? How about like the stomach or intestines? Intestines? I don't know. I never, um, I don't think it, it's actually, uh, based on my research, I, I didn't really see, it wasn't compelling enough for me yeah. to, just like, oh, that's uh, not necessary. Mm. Well, but again, liver, yeah, by all means. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, like incorporating whole foods that are organically produced, uh, organic produce, uh, ethically raised mm. uh, meats and animal products and those organ meats and that's pretty much it. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the answer to like optimal nutrition for 99% of the population. Again, you can tweak and adjust certain things, but that's that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. I mean, supplementation, uh, sure. Again, for uh, for certain things, like uh, as I said, I love collagen. I I take some. I mean, creatine. Uh, I take some uh, colostrum. So those are those are the only mm -hmm. the only supplements that I do that I take for for like. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what about like the difference between like cow versus goat versus pig? Is there like a healthier meat or lamb? Uh, I don't think so. It just depends if they're pasture raised, if they're not like grain fed, yeah. then it doesn't matter. As long as it's like a quality, I mean, they're just grazing grazing in the fields and they're having a good time and actually mm. eating good stuff, not fucking grain, soy and candy uh, mm. as in like industrialized uh, feed, feed lots in the states then mm. yeah, it doesn't matter yeah that's so weird i, I wonder what what's like what's going to be like the 1000 or 2000 um like effect like the 2000 year effect like 2000 years mm. from now based on certain um different habits do you think it's going to get to the point where you know like we brought up sapiens earlier right where it's almost going to be the difference between now two different species coinciding you know you have one that's like more like in their intelligence and the other mm -hmm. ones that are just you know withering away like what you said when we started eating grains we started shrinking in size now even though like in terms of evolutionary things we could still mate but do you think that that's literally kind of like the birth of maybe two separate species in like two thousand four thousand years i think so man it's just uh the way i hope that some people are going to catch up. I mean, still, a lot of people aren't around the world are just surviving. And they that mm. uh, collective, uh, I remember who, uh, I don't remember who coined this term, uh, collective unconscious. Mm. Uh, so that most people live in that in that place uh, where they're just surviving. Uh, they're just 
I'm good and I yeah. don't need to optimize anything and uh, go beyond what I'm doing right now. And that's that's my life. And then there's like 5%, if that, I guess, realistically, three, one to 3% of the population mm. that are actually going beyond that and looking beyond themselves, uh, being introspective and reflecting on mm. everything that they do and asking questions. You know? What yeah. got you to this point, bro? Because you're, you're 27, you're, you're like hungry, you know, like what, what was, uh, what was like the precursor to thinking like this? Cause you probably weren't like five looking at like, where can I get some liver right now? You know? <laughs> yeah. As I said, man, I, I was, I was a sick, sick kid. I was a sickly child. And then, uh, once I transitioned into feeling good and actually, uh, comparing myself, like reflecting on, uh, the time that I put in and how everything changed. Once I realized how much of a difference it made, it's like, shit i mean i can that's that's how good i can feel i need mm. to i need to uh spread this out and like show it show it to other people how good they can feel and I'm, again i'm always experimenting and finding again i, I don't i don't believe in sil silver bullets and th that one thing that is going to fix it all but again if I, it adds to my quality of life like a simple thing i, I don't know like a hyperbaric chamber or a cryo or whatever like all of those things i i appreciate those hacks but again like first fundamentals first all that fancy stuff second if that fancy stuff sticks you, you mm. keep keep doing it if it doesn't you try something something else so um i guess just that obsession and knowing if i go back to what i felt like before mm. i would just be i would just be miserable yeah yeah. And those three hours that you uh, work at the gym, is it just like heavy deadlifts and heavy uh, pull-ups and heavy dips? Okay, so that's a good transition to like a next. So we went, we went through a couple of things. For, we went through nutrition. sleep, nutrition, mm -hmm. and then now it's like, okay, I got all the freaking liver in my bones. Now what do I do? Because <laughs> if I just keep on eating liver and I don't mm -hmm. use that as a source, then I, I could still not... I mean, I'll probably still do better than most, even if I don't work out, if you're just eating those whole foods yeah. and like walking. But now it's time to you know get to like the next level of just the human mm. body right cool so that's uh as i said mentioned before three energy systems of the body that we very few of us target all of them i mean it's never when you're working out it's not like only one system is working and they're always inter yeah. interacting but one's but more dominant exactly so uh for example like my workout i have like a workout checklist on a weekly basis so one is going to be a strength session so like a five by five or a five by ten of heavier weight so like a, it'd be deadlifts front squats back squats um i started doing bench after many years again and and then like a military press so like five, five exercises five by five it's like 45 minutes ish and you're done um then so that's once a week uh, another thing would be for so that would be for strength for bone density for all of that um if you want muscle mass then uh what i used to do is hypertrophy so like a full body uh i would do like uh, this for example you're taking um that's usually better with machines because you can switch switch up the weight so for hypertrophy you do like this uh rep scheme is 10 8 7 6 5 4 4 and within you take 15 second rest between those reps. You pick the weight that would be, um, you, you would be able to do 12 to 15 reps with. So that's your starting weight. And then you hit 10 reps, 15 seconds, eight reps, 15 seconds, seven reps on the, like the third set, you should be failing and dropping, mm. uh, dropping weight. And you get, so that hit, you hit like 43-ish reps, something along those lines, and uh, usually reach failure at that point. Mm -hmm. And so that's for pretty much every body part. It's a, it takes like four minutes per body part. 
that's it. And then if you want to, you know, have like a ch cherry on a Sunday, you can do like a super slow training for uh, every single part of the body that you that you targeted. Mm. So you went through, let's say you pick six exercises, you go through those and then you go back and do like a super slow training. So 90 to 120 seconds under like a super, super, super slow. So you do like a three to four reps in like mm. 90 to 120 seconds. So like a, you're always under tension. Mm. Um, so that's another one for, for people who want to put on, uh, put on some mass. And uh, so strength, we got strength and muscle growth covered. What was the, the you said the phosphorus one, what was the first one? Uh, you, had, uh, you had the- oh, Like a phosphogen, creatinine. Yeah, the uh, so yeah, um, it's, it's like a creatinine uh, system, like a creatinine phosphogenic system that, that, trigger, that is triggered. So the, for that one is something super explosive. So like you're on the assault bike, for 20 seconds you're going balls to the wall. <laughs> like as hard as you can just like uh mm. <laughs> like crazy just, uh, like you're running away from a tiger you just mm. 20 seconds that's it and then you, you should pretty much like reach full exhaustion in those 20 seconds and then you rest for like four minutes repeat uh four times through that's like a 20 minute workout you're done mm. you can do that with like uh swimming all, all out running all out How cycling about like hand cleans hand cleans is that um, sure you could you could but it's not it's like a less less of a i mean it is a full body one but uh with your body is going to give out your like uh, arms or grip is going to give out before your body does really. Yeah. So like uh, ideally you do that with running, cycling, rowing, swimming, what have you. So like uh, 20 seconds, 20 to 30 seconds all out four times or maybe five times. I, I don't think you're going to mm, be able like, to Like, you know, more. Tabata, like the Tabata protocol, kind of like that? Uh, this is more intense than Tabata. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is more intense than Tabata. So that, and then... So 20 seconds, I'm on the bike. I'm just like, ah! And yeah. just like, and then rest yep. for 10 seconds? No, no, rest for four minutes. Like, you completely recover. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so then I go, do that four times. Yeah, that's it. <gasps> like, yeah. I'm running away from a tiger. Yeah, it might exactly. just be easier to get a tiger and just like, ah, <laughs> okay, yo, chill. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's, that's it. That's like literally under 20 minutes. So all three of those things you work out in a given hour oh no so those those are like completely different exercises like i i don't um i spread those out so uh, Which, I don't, I don't within do, the week or within, yeah, the within day? a week within a week uh, i don't do as i said i don't do the um hypertrophy anymore i just do strength and uh so strength uh mitochondria and then i do some hit sessions so tabata yeah. uh and occasionally if i feel like it i go for like a longer run in a fasted state like yeah. uh I don't know, like 45 minutes, half an hour mm. to an hour, a hike. Do you, uh, do you train all three systems in one day or mm -hmm. one system one day, one yeah. system the yeah. second day? Yeah. One exactly. System yeah. One system, day. one system, one day. So you work out three days per week? Pretty much, yeah. And it's literally just per system, mm -hmm. full body? Yeah. Dude, I want to try that out. Dude, you're going to see me. I'm going to have yeah. a ring too. And then I'm in like stabbed. Yeah. No, in like three months. <laughs> And that's yeah. the thing, like if you, if you said you want to put on some muscle, so uh, you would incorporate additional like hypertrophy session. So mm -hmm. that would be, uh, you could even, so when you're fasting, uh, you could do, so you're, if you're doing that twice a week, you're doing hypertrophy uh, sessions twice, twice a week, one strength, one mitochondria, and maybe one hit. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Uh, and then, and then which one's the one to best do when you're like having eaten for 24 hours? Cause I might start doing that twice a week. Uh, so lifting, yeah, lift session. In the heaviest mm -hmm. way. Um, yeah, that's 
that's that's hard. So for me, like if uh, if I did it in the morning, that'd be tough. But in the afternoon, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So we can uh, get some whatever caffeine, nicotine, mm. in you know before before the workout, and yeah, just crush it mm. and then refeed. Dude, I just wouldn't know what to do with my time if I wasn't going to the gym for like a couple hours, chilling here mm -hmm. and there. Like, what do you what, what what's your day look like? You know, because you wake up at five. And then you're only lifting three times a week. Like, what the hell are you doing? The rest of the day, just like have those things plugged in, yeah. and just, you know? I mean, I, I got clients. I I'm reading. I I really like three books a week. So that's, <laughs> that that takes uh, that takes a bit a bit of my time. So I'm either uh, listening to podcasts, reading um, research or books or uh, client work, uh, working on my business. I mean, I'm I'm always yeah find find mm -hmm. things to things to do. Meetings. I mean, I obvi obviously like spending time with yeah uh being a part of a community and building yeah. something because i've always been like a lone wolf yeah yeah so it's uh, more of a now incorporating more of that is like mm. a, a fall back on just kind of sit amongst other other guys or in a group of people and just yeah forming a community mm. yeah, yeah that, I, th I think that's like needed because uh i i would came from just the solo entrepreneur mm -hmm. space and it's like hard man it's yeah, like man. when you're just by yourself and and you learn all these things but like the, the problem too, and I think this is why humans were kind of evolved to be more social creatures is when you learn all these things, kind of like all the things you've learned right now, but you don't have anyone to share it. And then this is just kind of like your own perception of all the information that you're taking. You don't have like other reference points to kind of like, uh, like cross correlate, you know, right. the different things you'll see whole, you won't be able to see the holes in your own self like uh, my friend says, you can't see the entire picture when you're stuck in the frame. Mm -hmm. And when you're by yourself all the time, and you can't share this with anyone. Then it's very hard to like, even like right now, as I'm talking to you, there's certain like feedback loops that are going in my head as I'm even speaking, hearing right. it, that I'm realizing more, the more that I share. And you probably experience the exact same thing. Yeah, man. It's like with the, so what the frame thing, uh, I have an analogy of, you can't see, you can't read the label when you're inside of a bottle. Mm. So you need someone to kind of call you out on things, challenge you again. Yeah. Like uh, even though I'm, we're both pretty introspective and we see ourselves from the outside. Mm -hmm. It's still not an accurate description of of you. You know, you mm -hmm. kind of we kind of uh, pick ourselves up more than we should sometimes. And mm -hmm. then it's good to have external feedback and people who challenge you around you, wh whatever mm -hmm. whatever the venue it is. Like not necessarily in like a health optimization but maybe mm. relationships maybe whatever yeah mm. what's like the biggest thing that like either angers you or frustrates you at this moment oh right man <laughs> everything everything yeah. and i'm grateful for it because that's why i move and get my ass <laughs> out there uh i think misinformation and people um just forming opinions based on others rather than experiencing it themselves and actually like a genuinely looking just kind of stepping, stepping out of Holy there. shit, dude, look at his <laughs> hand. Whoa. Like yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I feel like a little T-Rex. <laughs> like stepping out of your body, yeah. you know, stepping out of your routine and reflecting, um, not reflecting, but they're just kind of going with whatever, whoever said, as you said, they just kind of overheard something. Oh, I'm going to try mm. a vegan diet. This is, I just watched Game Changers. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone's uh, like, did you watch Game Changers? You got to yeah. watch Game Changers. I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want a good entertaining uh, piece of nonsense, I mean, <laughs> if like, um, what's the biggest nonsense about it? Uh, <laughs> the, 
one-sided. It's, it's essentially a Hollywoodized version of 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 subs like a, how do I how do you describe it? It's a Hollywoodized version of pseudoscience. Okay. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was like the biggest three takeaways that you got? That. So first of all, that it was extremely one-sided and the studies that, so I went, went through every single one of the studies that they cited. Uh, most of the studies that they cited were epidemi epidemiological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, that's based on food questionnaires and uh, people who are actually, do you remember what you ate a week ago mm. on, on a Wednesday? No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like how many pieces of fruit, uh, how many servings of fruit did you eat within the last week? I have no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. It's like a very few people are tracking it. So it's, it's a very, um, like a correlative data and there's no causation. So the mm -hmm. things that are supposedly bad, there's no causative relationship. Mm -hmm. And there were, there were no studies, for, for example, with red meat, there are no studies showing that there is a causative effect of like mm -hmm. a meat and cancer or what have you. So red meat's good. I mean, it's, yeah. It, in moderation, like a sensible, sensible amounts, obviously, like, uh, and of, again, ethically raised because the, uh, the industrial, industrial produce is absolute garbage, obviously, yeah. but yeah. So uh, that's a big takeaway that the studies cited there were mm. extremely, extremely inaccurate. Mm. And uh, I was really angry that they took people like Schwarzenegger, I mean, uh, Nate Diaz, who are not vegan uh, that like Nadia is this vegetarian who uh, or pescatarian uh, and he just goes vegan sometimes and just kind of hollywoodizing and uh, making it really impactful and um, just showing that vegan diet is optimal for physical performance which is so far from the truth like <laughs> it's just so far from the truth so that's mm. it's just I, I, I it really angered me that it was miss uh, misguiding the general public because as I said it's so impactful and it's so easy to uh, to see these you know um, just kind of follow those good sounding phrases and seeing uh, these influential people uh, talking about it and mm. most of it is bullshit well I feel like it's 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 the reason why it's there is people don't want to think themselves. Right. People, people don't, they want to just, they want someone to tell them what to believe in. You know, mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. religion's big. That's why politics and governments, like like most people, and I'm not talking about the people that we know, but the people mm -hmm. back at home in Lithuania or even like some of my old friends in America is mm -hmm. like many of them would hate to think yeah. on their own. It's like if I, give, if I give them the studies, I even, uh, so I sent uh, this to a lot of people who, um, have never read a scientific study. There is this examine.com research, how to read, how to interpret the research papers and mm -hmm. how to go step-by-step step through them. And essentially like uh, very few people have a scientific background to do that. I'm lucky enough because I was studying engineering. So um, most of my friends are in the States as well. And um, I was studying civil engineering. So I knew how to read scientific papers. So kind of transition to what I do these days is like when I read mm. a paper it's I'm comfortable with it but most people look at it as like it's overwhelming mm. it's like I, I I don't understand this you know and then uh, Time magazine or whatever uh, any magazine or any media outlet that needs to create stories and produce content they cherry pick the data or cherry pick the like uh, piece of that content and then interpret it their own way. But what actually, what uh, the studies say, the real thing that the outcome is, is completely different. So mm. yeah, it's frustrating. Another thing that I'm frustrated about is doctors. Um, 
conventional medicine doctors and general uh, mm. like GPs, uh, they do not have any training in nutrition and they, they're telling people what to do and what to eat. Mm. It's like most, so most diseases uh, out there are lifestyle diseases. Like very few of them are, like for very few of them, you need any medicine. So if you just change your lifestyle, if you uh, start eating better, sleeping better, moving more, that's it. You're going to, you're going to fix that. So they're like uh, masking the symptom rather than digging, mm. uh, going for underlying root cause. So that's super frustrating. And they're me. just like salesmen for the pharmaceutical companies. Absolutely. They're fucking up the population. Mm. And I know that like uh, doctors, I mean, they're super, again, I'm, I'm not blaming them because they're super busy uh, seeing patients and then they, <laughs> the education, the continue, continuing education that they get is mainly from like the booklets of the pharmaceutical companies. Mm. Like this is, this is ridiculous. I mean, I, I read like, I would say 30-ish papers uh, a week and and like, uh, or not fully, like for some of them I dig in fully, I just go through research and some mm -hmm. of them I analyze fully, some of them I just kind of skim, uh, skim through. Uh, but if you ask doctors, uh, do they actually read new scientific research and literature? No, I mean, mm -hmm. they, they just... Um, working with what they have, what they learn, and that's it. They're not mm. going beyond it. Well, they're just doing the most with what they know. Yeah, you know, like exactly. many of mm. them think that they're actually, because I mean, like I was supposed to be a dentist, right? And like in that moment in time, for those people, they're just, they, they went in this career path because that's what their parents told them to do. They got the career path, and then now mm. they're like living their goals and their dreams. And, and it's almost like when you spend that much time learning one thing, and someone's telling you, oh, you might be wrong and you might have wasted all your time. You know, the ego comes into play and you're like, no, it's not. And then you kind of protect yourself by just not listening to things that question your beliefs. Right, but like a Hippocrates oath, right? I mean, do no harm. I mean, they're, they're responsible. That's their, that's, mm -hmm. that's their job to actually look for the best possible way for their mm -hmm. patient. And that's what they're not doing. Again, not all of them. There are uh, mm -hmm. a lot of great, great doctors and all that, but... It is, it is really frustrating. Generally, uh, it's mm. it's pretty sad. What do you think about like flu shots and uh, inoculations for stuff that um, we just do every year? That's, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan of it because of the metal content in them and uh, the efficacy of those flu shots or immunizations or what have you, they haven't been proven to be to be effective mm. uh, to in like a mass population. So um, I'm I'm not a huge fan when it comes to when it comes to that. I'd just rather do like an vitamin IV. That's gonna be the best flu shot you you ever you ever get. Mm. Yeah. And then what what do you uh, now like on on the lighter note of things? Mm -hmm. like, what's like the thing that you're most excited about? The the retreat. For sure. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, is that all you're thinking about right now? Yeah, it's just so, so uh, I spend a lot of time at the Istana. Uh, so yeah. like two, three days every every week. Because uh, they're, they're very aligned with your absolutely. core beliefs. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's why it kind of clicked right away when I got there. I was like, how do I, how do I come back to this place? And then I connected with the, with the guys who were running. They're amazing. Um, yeah, they're exactly. Amazing. It's like a, immediately there was like a, this immediate connection. Uh, mm -hmm. They were saying it's like, yeah, you felt like you were one of us right away. And mm -hmm. we just, yeah, as you said, we align perfectly on pretty much mm. everything. That's yeah. amazing. Are you going to do that like yearly with them or this is like the first go? The plan is to do it two or three times a year. Yeah. And we're going to do smaller events for like a daily immersion. So mm. like a perfect day with AJ, you know, just going through 
uh, whatever uh, the perfect yeah. day looks like. So uh, we're going to do that and just um, online courses as well. So we're just going to be working towards uh, giving this knowledge and um, everything uh, to the general population and reach as many people as possible. Mm. So um, another thing that I'm kind of excited about is that, uh, or not kind of excited, <laughs> I am excited. I'm about excited about yeah. it. <laughs> it's nicotine's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, another thing that I'm uh, excited about is uh, what we're doing with uh, my colleague. So as I said, so my colleague is a natural, he's a naturopath and he's a functional medicine practitioner. And I focus more on like a performance side of things. So I like taking people from good to great. And recently what, what we identified like uh, less than a year ago, we identified that the way we were working with our clients was, you know, you see, see a client for an hour you offload a shit ton of information on them. It's just like, like yeah, exactly <laughs> like twenty page PDF written at like size eleven font, you know? yeah. and they absorb like ten percent of it, and that's it. And then you see them a few months later, and uh, the same thing happen, happens. And uh, what I realized that incorporating behavioral change and that step by step process that doesn't overwhelm people, and you kind of just build these are the building blocks. It's like if we if you incorporate everything that I talked about. Uh, today, if you try to incorporate that tomorrow, you're just going to get overwhelmed. It's like, mm -hmm. but uh, once you identify, it's like, what is the biggest thing that is challenging me? What is uh, slacking in my life? And then doubling down on that, uh, getting some wins, and then building building all of it. That's that's essentially. Uh, I'm really happy that I identified it, and that you have mm -hmm. to take a multi-dimensional approach. And as you said, like uh, people who spend a lot of time in their fields, they have that tunnel vision, and they don't see anything beyond. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I'm lucky enough to have that, uh, again, engineering background and see the body from mm -hmm. like a systems perspective. It's like everything is interlinked, everything is connected, and mm -hmm. you have to, in order to be the most optimal high-performing human you have to address every single area mm. yeah. what, what are happening in those six days because now i'm like someone excited at first i was excited because um what's the name aaron was like dude come on like come through it's gonna be cool you know we're gonna have the boys you got to talk to aj he's massive literally you know he's like text me I'm like uh all right <laughs> and then um you know it, it looked pretty dope i looked at the the website what was it yeah it's like it's high performance the, the high performance retreat.com the high performance should is be, it up here? Yeah, it should be. Uh, if you scroll down, um, oh, it's not interesting. Okay, yeah, the highperformanceretreat.com. Maybe on there. Biohacker thriving wellness. Yeah, just type in the highperformanceretreat.com. And yeah, so that's uh, that's six days of that intense immersion. Um, we're again, every day, like uh, morning to nighttime. It's not going to yeah. be in uh, like the the Marcel Hoff one where mm -mm. like everyone was on their left to their own devices after a certain hour. Mm -mm. I mean, we, we will have some of it. Uh, that the high performance retreat. That high. Uh huh. The high performance. It's retreat. right there. Oh yeah, the first one. Oh no, that's the performance retreat. Oh yeah. That's not them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, Bradley. Yeah, there we go. Oh no. Uh, the f videos, Yogi Lab. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll go to the videos. Is this it? Third one. Who are all these people? <laughs> Yogi Lab, that one, that one. Let's check that out. Yeah. Yep, this one. Dude, I saw that. I was like, damn, dude, this guy is swole as hell. <laughs> and it's, the thing is, it's like a, such a beautiful wow. location. Were you featured in GQ? Yeah. How? how? <laughs>
I just uh, they were looking for for a feature for an article from nice. like a wellness professional, and yeah, the Astana is like one of the dopest places. I mean, just the location is yeah. is worth it. Uh, How did they get no. that location, dude? It's it's yeah. literally on the edge of the world. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in that. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you spend more time in? Ulu? Ah, he has a nose Sorry. thing. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> do you spend more time uh, in Ulu or here? Uh, both. I kind of split my time up, yeah. and I'm gonna be moving down to Ulu. I'm excited about really? that. Really, yeah. Aaron and I are getting uh, getting a place together. Really? Yeah. When are you moving? Uh, within next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's Seriously, that's awesome, mm -hmm. dude. That's exciting. Yeah. And then so so walk me through those six days. You know, like say I'm like this uh, this newbie virgin guy. Like I come up and I'm like, okay, wow, this Donna, wow, Instagram pic, got them all out of the way. Like, <laughs> what would you do with this like this newbie biohacker virgin? So imagine you you come up uh, your first day, whatever you fly in from wherever you're flying in, and uh, so we're gonna hook you up with a vitamin IV to to recover. Like first first thing, <laughs> yeah, with a vitamin IV to for you to recover. Uh, quick cryo session, and then um, yeah, just go to bed, and then the next day we're gonna start from like a morning with a morning meditation. Um, we're gonna go through a breath work session. Mm. And uh, I learned this breath work in LA and I was, I, I keep telling, it's it was one of the most impactful things that I've done yeah. in my life. It was like a, a 10 years of emotional buildup released in like 30 minutes. So it's a, it's a very powerful, a powerful breath work technique. So um, everybody was gonna get connected on the, on the and get on the same page. What's the uh, difference between that and the Wim Hof or the one Wim Hof is a more bodily sensation. That one is again, it, for some reason triggers your emotional response well, way more. So yeah. uh, it was it was really, really interesting and powerful. So uh, it's like we have to incorporate that. Mm -hmm. Then we're gonna uh, go for like a morning movement, stretch uh, a little, little mm -hmm. workout, get your heart rate up, uh, have some uh, whole foods, um, actually, a good good food from from these Stana. They mm -hmm. they got a kitchen, and we oh, we reviewed the menu. It's like uh, it's it's perfect. It's mm -hmm. great. Yeah, a lot a lot of good food. And then we're gonna move into like a, that immersive immersive experience of one pillar, just deep dive in one pillar, and actually map out for uh, every person how they're gonna be able to incorporate that pillar into their life for like 2020 and beyond. So it's not. Um, because everybody's different, right? Like you can't you can't overthrow their lifestyle with all these practices. As mm. I said, they have to feel natural. So it's like, what is the minimal effective dose that you can incorporate into your life for for the next year? And um, again, we're gonna do some treatments. Uh, so um, cryo. Uh, we're gonna th they have float tanks now mm. as well. So they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, d I did a float yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, all that stuff and. Um, Again, another movement session, uh, dinner. Uh, then we're gonna uh, have like a, this mastermind mm. setting, Cunei uh, in the sauna and in that like a spa spa area. Mm. And uh, again, to see see how every person could use those devices that they just learned. And mm. uh, so in the morning, as I said, we're gonna start the morning with a morning routine, and then end uh, the day with a with an evening routine, so they can actually experience it on a daily basis. And in those six days, they do it every single day, so mm. uh, you can actually feel feel a difference and feel mm. how you can how you feel and how mm. you can adjust what you're doing right now to to do it a bit better. Mm. Yeah, and wow. every day is gonna be uh, gonna be pretty packed uh, with with all of that stuff, but also you're gonna have some time to, again, uh, do like a hyperbaric 
oxygen chamber mm. session or uh, float or what have you. And everyone's staying on the property? Uh, most people. So we, the, we have we have a couple of options. You can you can stay on the property or you can uh, just drop in for for like the 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 um, event and stay stay wherever else. But I don't I don't see the reason why you wouldn't <laughs> stay yeah, on that's that. Fucking dope, yeah. man. Well, dude, I'm super excited. We are one hour and 40 minutes in, dude. Is there anything that you want to say if you're going to die tomorrow? Damn. Oh, if I die tomorrow, <laughs> if I die tomorrow, I'd be, I'd be pretty happy with, again, like uh, I was contemplating death and the whole thing with longevity and yeah. why I got into this field. I was actually thinking, like, did I have some sort of trauma uh, surrounding death? And what is, what is about that? And I don't think so. It's just like purely from that. Again, I know how good, um, I feel now as compared to what I felt like. Mm. And I feel like every single person on this planet could could do that if they're uh, feeling subpar or just they think they're good, uh, mm. going from good to great, I feel it's a massive difference. Mm. Yeah. Okay, guys, so with that being said, check out AJ's links below. And if you guys want to go to the retreat, I might head over there if I don't take a visa run to see my grandma in the Philippines. But guys, check them out. <laughs> Thanks for showing up, man. All right, brother. Cool. Pleasure.